guys, hope you're all well. You're listening to the DT Wave podcast, episode five, joined with your boy Shelly Sharma and Liber Baig. But it's not just us two today. Uh-oh. We have two special guests that we're going to introduce. Um, before we get into that, we're just going to talk a bit about what we're talking about today. So we are talking about the issues going on in the world at the moment. Two specific ones that we wanted to focus on were the Tamil genocide and the Punjabi farmers. So we don't want to talk too much about it because we don't want to take that away from our guests. But Shelley, if you could introduce our first guest, please. No, without further ado, Jatis, how are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm good, man. Yeah, man, I'm good. Thank you for joining us today on the show. Nice, no, it's, it's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> um, so what I do is I'm an independent uh, freelance videographer and I'm also Lovely. an actor as well. Been busy, got loads of projects coming up. Um, and you guys contacted me yesterday to come onto this podcast and it's a pleasure, man. It's, it's something so close to my heart Honestly, as well. Honestly, so it was so short notice. It. We are very happy you guys no, so good, us. So and tell us a bit about your business. How did it start? Like, what inspired you to start doing videography? What inspired me to do videography was acting. I started acting when I was around, like, uh-huh. 10, 11 years old. I kind of had, like, a an eye for just filmmaking and just even, like, music videos and stuff like that like, yeah. ever since I was young. So I kind of started my journey off in acting back in school when I was around like 10, 11 years old. And then once I left school, I bought a camera to make short films, but that kind of like inspired me to kind of like do a different venture at the same time, like videography. Let's see what I can do with music videos. And yeah. That 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 sounds nice. And you've been doing very well, I must say. Getting loads of jobs now as well. So yeah, man, business (laughs) is booming. That's really good. Obviously, you're part of the DTW family. Like, be honest, how, how has that impacted you and your journey? No, it's sick, man. Trust me, it's sick. Like, it's good to kind of, like, not have to self-promote all the time. It's good to have, like, good, it's good to know that I'm under a team and, like, that you're that I'm under all the independent businesses and I'm up yes, there. Yes, that's why we're here. Them. That's why we are here. Yeah, <laughs> um, Obviously, we've got Justice on the show with us today as he is an activist and very knowledgeable in um, what is happening to the Tamil society in Sri Lanka. So, yeah, we hope you guys learn a lot from him and take on board what he has to say. Um, so our second guest of honour is Praneet. So, Praneet, obviously, tell us a bit about yourself. What are you doing? Hi everyone. Hi. <laughs> I'm a uni student and I currently also have a little side business on the side which I started during lockdown where I do yeah. cakes and loads of like treats for people. Um and that's pretty much it. Just going with the flow. That is very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um obviously you are also part of DT Wave. Um can you tell us a bit about your journey in DT Wave as well? What you think? Um, I'm loving it, to be honest with you. I like how I'm like with other nice, more independent businesses in Crawley. And it's nice how we're all like young, like the younger generation. We can all support each other. Everyone sort of helps each other out and like supports each other, promotes. It's just a nice feeling to like have other people that are going on the same journey as you. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Especially during lockdown. And I think 100%, 100%. And that is obviously what birthed DT Wave was. (laughs) It was, it was. But I think it's it was, it was, but the thing is, is like I think people, um, like you just said, how all those young businesses support each other and stuff. Obviously, DT Wave isn't limited to the people who are on it. We're more than happy to obviously help other people out there as well. Exactly. But enough about us because we speak about us we way do. too much. You are here to talk about. Prani is here to talk on behalf of the Punjabi farmers. Obviously, me and Shelley feel like we're not, <clears throat> sorry, we're not educated enough to speak about this on our own, and we thought it would be cool to have people who are very, very passionate about the subject to help spark a bit of discussion. So, Praneet, 
Um, actually, yesterday I found out that you are come from a line of farmers, which I thought was yeah. so cool. Yeah, my whole like pretty much my whole family are former generation of like farmers. So to me, this topic is really, it really like it's really close to my heart, and I really feel passionate about it and just what's going on. Aww. And I like educating my friends, educating people about it. I feel like it's something that needs to be shared. No, honestly, that's sick. That's yeah. sick. And I know I was uh, reading the other day that you got shadow banned on Instagram. Yes. What the yes. hell is that about? I know. I got shadow banned. So basically, when I post like a selfie, for instance, I'll get like 400 views. And when I post something about like the farmers, I literally get 70 views. Like, it's just ridiculous. Oh no, I'm like that as well, actually. Every time I post anything to do with social activism, it's almost like Instagram just doesn't care about yeah. it. Yeah. And then um, I get reported quite a lot, apparently, for like breaching community guidelines. Oh, hell. Um, Excuse me, we'll make our own community pipeline. <laughs> so let's get on with it. So, Jatis, what is currently happening to the Tamil society? Um, it's not more of what's currently happening, it's what's already yeah. happened, and that nothing has happened. And now, like, action has slowly been taking, like, it's slowly action's been taken. Yeah. So, so for anyone who doesn't know, let's start from mm. the beginning. Yeah. Oh, you want to start from yeah, the beginning? Yeah, go on. What, what start, yeah. like, what was the root of what is happening right now and what has been happening, if that makes sense. I think the root of what's happening all around the world is the British Empire back in the days. Like mm. if they didn't touch if they didn't touch our land back in the days, then we would be living like kings in our own homeland. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So what happened was the British took oh, the, the British Empire, they took over Sri Lanka. And what they did was uh, they gave when they gave the land back, there was a lot of tension between the two communities that were living there, which is the Sinhalese people and the Tamil mm-hmm. people. And uh, there was the Tamils are the minority there. Yeah. So automatically, the singular people thought like it was their land. It was it was for them to kind of take over. Yeah, like, yeah. That the Tamil that the Tamil should live under um, singular people. Yeah. And so this kind of like there was small, small, small like just how do I say it? Mm, prejudice, systematic racism. It was like the oppression slowly started to begin when. The British Empire gave the um, land back to singular people. Yeah. And then in 1958, I think, yeah, is no, definitely 1958, um, what the singular government did was uh, they introduced a singular only act. And what this meant was like, what this meant was that singular people had um, priority over everything, whether that's education, whether that's jobs, only because they made singular the only, um, the main language there. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Before that, it was it was three languages. It was Tamil, English, and Sinhala. Okay. But then, in 1958, they introduced a um, they introduced a act which made Sinhala the only uh, predominant language there. Oh my god! So, what this meant was uh, Sinhala people could apply to better jobs, and they could even get into unis with lower grades than Tamil people, um, even if the Tamil people's grades were much higher purely because Tamil people didn't know Singhala. oh my god okay wow but obviously obviously some obviously some people would go out their way even like loads of my um mates parents they know Tamil now. they know Singular now because because of that limitation yeah mm, okay, to overcome that limitation and so this happened in 1958 and then around 20 to 25 years later what the this this oppression and like systematic racism they happened for ages but and uh, what the what the Tamil community did was they took to the streets and they did a peaceful protest and they did loads of hunger strikes, loads and loads of stuff like this. So to to say that we want a separate state, we want a separate state called Tamilidum, yeah. where we have our own government, we have our own economy, our own education system, 
just for Tamils, just for Tamils only, um, not for Tamils only, but like a system where Tamil people can kind of um, prosper within themselves without the mm. limitation okay. of singular um, systematic racism. And so there was loads of peaceful protests. There's loads of hunger strikes. Uh, one hunger strike killed a 23-year-old boy called Taliban. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the exact dates, but um, I can get them up for you by the end of the call. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to just double, double check because I don't want to say anything that's not... Yeah, no, of like, course I can't. Actually. While you do that, can you just let us know roughly how long has yeah. this been going on then? So 1958, if it started the Singular Only Act, this has been going on for around... 60 plus oh years. My, that's crazy. That is actually yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So this was like... So why is it this was... now? Pardon? So why is it like so much noise being made now? Oh, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna get to that, but I'm just going to quickly just... Um... It's crazy how we know nothing about this like, until Jatis would tell us. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. No, to just... be fair, like, it's only been kind of shed of light through social media just recently. Yeah. Yeah. That's only yeah, how I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, same. But it's quite a shame that we can only find out stuff through social media. Mm. Like, it's quite a, a downfall because everyone's social media is tailored differently, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, so something yeah. I see, you guys might not see. Yeah, that's, you know true. What I mean? that's true. So it's this shame. is another topic that's really, like, um, sensitive in the media. And this is what kind of causes, like, the main issues between the two groups. It's um, the Liberation uh, Tamil Tigers. I don't know if you've ever yeah, heard Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard I have it. Okay, cool. cool, cool. But for everyone yeah, who doesn't know, yeah, yeah, just explain. Yeah, so I explain that. So um, the Tamil Tigers were re- rebel, which who were trying to uh, liberate the Tamils from the uh, systematic singular oppression. Yeah. Um, what they did was, uh, so obviously these peaceful protests were happening, and like we were trying to peacefully trying to demand a separate state called Tamililan. And what happened was, um, singular mobs. This was, they were also hired by the um, singular government. Mm-hmm. Singular mobs. They came to these protests and they would uh, start loads of violence and. Um, they would just kind of like defeat the purpose of a peaceful protest by starting the fight first. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And so what? Um, so what happened afterwards was there was loads of fights that would be going on because of these singular mobs, and there would also be police there as well. But what the police? The police were singular. So they wouldn't really. Do much. Uh, so they wouldn't really do much. They'd either join in or they'd just kind of stand uh, in and watch Tamil people. Tamil people get beaten up. Oh my. And um, so this kind of caused the um, Tamil programs in. Um, all across, all across Sri Lanka, all across Sri Lanka. So what they did was they burnt down a library. Oh my! They would go to they would go to um, uh, universities in the singular state, and they'd get Tamil people out of their hostels. Oh and my gosh! Them. Oh my god! Um, that's really they'd burn, bad. They'd burn Tamil people on the streets. Um, they would literally go to. Um, so my mum was literally telling me about this the other day, and I didn't know that it was a personal story to her. They would literally go to Tamililam. They'd go to people's houses, kill them. And my mum was saying how she used to have to, like, run away with her family as well to kind of, like, stay in bunkers. Oh, my Lord. Uh, that's that's that crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Yeah, she was around. She, so if it was 1983 this happened, she would have been around 19 oh, years old. Oh, that's my age. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. She, she would have been literally your age hiding in bunkers. And, like, um, I've lost, like, family. To, like, I've lost her family because of this as well. So so this happened on the 23rd of July and the first fight of the Tamil Tigers, the rebellion, was the 24th of July. They formed an an army um, and they kind of fought back towards this um, systematic racism that was happening. And all because that we wanted a separate state, which we had our own economy or our own education system. I think 
one of the pinning points of this school was because education. We couldn't, no, no Tamils could prosper mm. because people, just purely because of the singular act and because they couldn't speak singular and people with lower grades who spoke singular were getting into better universities with uh, compared to Tamil people who couldn't speak singular but got good grades but they just couldn't purely get into university that's honestly so sad that's yeah honestly people yeah, like man, careers and their dreams and like things they aspire to be that they couldn't do that just because they couldn't you know speak the language and meet their requirements their requirements exactly yeah perfect that's so crazy i was actually reading something about it the other day about how like people say you know oh you know you work for that opportunity but it's like no that was the opportunity that was presented to me mm-hmm. that like i was privileged to get that if that makes sense that wouldn't yeah. have been for everyone. Exactly. Yeah, this, you know is, I mean? this is, like, this is something everyone. I'm going to like, sum up at the end. Like, it's, this, it's like something that I'm annoyed about the Tamil community because we've come over because of the sacrifices that were made and we can't even make the most of it or we can't even raise awareness. Yeah, I'll, come yeah, back to exactly. I'll come back to that at the end. I'll um, continue what I was saying. Hmm. So from 1983, there was a 30... There, there was a... The war went on for 30 years. This is oh when the Civil my. War pretty much... Like it kicked yeah. off, and um, yeah. So what the main genocide was was, even if the singular soldiers found um, uh, Tamil Tiger soldiers like um, giving themselves up or they surrendered, they would still kind of. Uh, what I'm going to say is really explicit, so hopefully it's okay yeah, no, that's cool. Say, honestly, what they would do is they would rape. Um, they would rape female soldiers um, they would literally tie up male soldiers and behead them on camera and like what they, they would do is loads and loads of stuff they would literally like record them kicking dead bodies of um tamil soldiers and even just innocent civilians they would literally like before killing them they would rape them before they kill them and stuff so like loads of war crimes loads of war like crimes. so the main like the main issue here is war crime it's crazy because like the uh, the minister of defense who has come out and said like, oh yeah, we we feel sorry for this person, that person, but like he was the one who given these commands, anyways. Oh my god! And like I still remember, it was like uh, what two thousand and six, uh, in the middle of a um, town, there was a massive petition, massive protest going on. I don't know if you guys would have remembered, but um, all the Tamils kind of went in town. Oh, I, I do remember yeah. this. Yeah, there was a massive protest that was going on. Um, yeah, it was crazy, man. But so to sum this like everything up. On the final days of war in 2009, um, what the uh, Sri Lankan government said was to the Tamil civilians was, if you move over to the north of Sri Lanka, northeast of Sri Lanka called uh, Mulivaikan, um, this is called a no-fire zone. So if you're here, you're safe. And our our war is with the Tamil Tigers and we're going to fight them. So if you want to be safe, go to go to the north, northeast, and you'll be safe there. And what they did on the final day of war was um, once they declare, like, I'm saying this as sarcasm in the speech, that once they won the war, they opened fire uh, on all the civilians that were in the northeast of Sri Lanka. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And something else they did. Yeah. So the leader of the Tamil Tigers was uh, Prabhaharan. They found the son of Prabhaharan. And what they did was they t- they took him in. They fed him. They fed him. And then um, they put two bullets in his chest. And uh, there's a recording of them, like, literally, like, recording and laughing at them, laughing at him. That's disgusting. Whilst he's being, whilst he's being literally kicked around. But... I don't understand stuff like that. Like, I don't understand how someone could bring themselves to be like, like, wake that, up and think I'm going to do that to a group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or how you can go to sleep it's at night. Like, what are you benefiting from it? Like, what, what are you? What are you gaining? Are you satisfied yeah, that you've yeah. done that? Like, it's just so disgusting to like hear and see about. Do you know what I mean? 
literally. But one thing I'll, 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 I'll say it before you hear it from a singular supremacist is that the Tamil Tigers did use uh, young children and young people to, um, to not as shields, but like also to fight and as, as shields as well. Mm. But yeah, I'll tell you right now, if I was a nine-year-old kid fighting for my independence as a Tamil kid, I would have definitely done that. There was there would have literally been no second thought about it. I'm pretty sure there was never there was never force there was never force of children being in brought in to do yeah. that. Yeah, you know I know what you mean. Yeah, like everyone everyone had their role to play, and like I think everyone. I'm not saying that I agree with children being there, but I know there was loads of kids yeah. that would have literally like they would have got. I have something to ask. Like, obviously, I don't want to be controversial yeah, yeah. or anything, but I'm trying to look at it from every single possible uh-huh. angle. Do you think that's your privilege that you got to choose whether you got to be in it or not? Or do you think some kids genuinely were pressured to be in this in that situation? I think situation? there was an issue of there was some kids that were pressured to be in that situation yeah. as well. Um, so yeah. I'm not going to be very one-sided here. There was, and I'm, yeah. I'm not very educated in the fact that if they were 100% pressured or not, but there, were, there must have been some type of pressure because I'm... I'm pretty okay. sure not every nine-year-old kid was like very fearful, like very like fearless yeah. at that age. Like you're a nine-year-old kid, I don't blame you if you were scared. But um, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, there was uh, like before you hear it from a singular supremacist, he will say a very one-sided story without our struggle. I'll say it myself. There was kids involved in the fightings as well. Yeah. Uh, some some which may have been really scared to kind of get involved, but then some which were like they were two feet up and I want to fight and the way like i've seen tamil tigers portrayed right now especially in like england and stuff they're portrayed as a bit of a yeah, gang yeah, like yeah, the yeah. way i've so seen it i'm every, not trying to be no, 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 disrespectful every time, every time like i say um every time i say oh, I'm, I'm tamil they're like oh yeah what as if yeah. it's like as if it's like a gang more than like the true meaning behind it is a rebellion yeah. tamils moved from like sri lanka to the outer worlds because not they lost the war, but they were underprivileged to have all the... I'll, I'll explain a bit more about the war as well, why we lost the war as well. But um, okay. when we kind of lost the war, um, Tamils who fighted in the Tamil Tigers, they kind of went over to overseas and it was like almost like a, if they experienced racism, they were kind of like... The only way they knew how to react was through like... Not violence, but like... the only yeah. to, to rebel to, to against, rebel it, against it. So that's why they're kind of like... Well, why people say, oh yeah, what, Tamil Tiger, yeah, what, you want to fight, you're a gang, this, that, but no, it's more, it's yeah. more rebellion, it's more of like a mindset of, we want our own independent peace, just leave us alone yeah. type thing. So the narrative has been shifted The narrative has been now. shifted, like, um, that it's, not that it's a gang, but like, that it's a violent, violent. It's, it's more of a violence yeah. than a rebellion, yeah, yeah it's, it's more of rebellion, it's not, it's not violence, it's just a rebellion. Yeah. I don't want to keep asking you so many questions, but like, do you think that the media has a part to play in that? The media has a part with... to play in terms of underrepresenting. I'm not saying okay. I don't blame Sri Lankan media, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to ever shed good light on the Tamil yeah. Tigers. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's a big okay. there's a that big makes... underrepresentation in uh, international media as to who the Tamil Tigers are. And two years yeah. ago, the Tamil Tiger flag got unbanned by Switzerland. And then this year, okay. the um, Tamil Tiger um, flag got unbanned by the UK as well. So we're allowed to use it in like, music videos. We're allowed to rep it openly on the street without um, yeah. backfire. Uh, but yeah. the rest of the world is a bit of a controversial issue because as they're like um, seen as a terrorist group and obviously like in uh, modern, like in Europe and UK and stuff, they're seen as gangs and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, another reason why they lost the war is because uh, Sri Lanka asked help from India, 
um, and US. And the US is sketchy oh, yeah, anyway. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. They just get involved in other people's problems. That, like, <laughs> there, yeah. It's like they yeah, thrive so off that. The Tamil Tigers were literally like an independent funded um, uh, rebellion group, whereas Sri Lanka, they had a, a manpower of literally like India, US. They had everyone involved to kind of take down. Yeah. So if, if, if we were thinking from a real perspective, if it was Sri Lanka v Tamil Tigers, then we would have defo kind of what I'm, I'll openly say we would have won the war hmm. and we would have had our own independent okay. state as well that's, that's mad that's genuinely very very it's crazy it's, like, it's, it's sad crazy. because like because of this war it's literally split our whole country up yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's why I kind of say yeah. um, I'm pretty sure you guys will relate to the farmer stuff as well like the m- main cause of all this is the British colonial yeah. empire mm. if, if we was kind yeah, of it's such if a shame, we was kind man. of um, left over to they even uh, even the British Empire introduced the uh, idea of caste oh. in Sri Lanka as well. I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, I so before that. before they left, they thought, okay, cool. What's the, what's the best way we can divide these people up into different different in different different sections? Let's introduce caste yeah. through um through the jobs that they're working. Just start everyone biz- everyone's business. Well, I don't understand why yeah. they get involved. <laughs> and that's what I find it. You know what's mad? They take it over and then they make it their own. That's the British Empire mean. has done so much to ruin exactly. countries and cultures and culture. Yeah, culture. I always say this: like the British Empire has so much blood on their hands. Like, yeah, cool. I know we did so much. We managed to conquer three quarters of the world. We were a pretty big army, but at what cost? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so that's that is, this is my question for you. you know How is this uh-huh. like? everything that's happened and is happening how do you think it's affecting our lives today and like our lives or like the lives of Tamil people in the future that's something I want to talk about because like there's not <laughs> enough being... this is a platform huh? bro yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said this is a platform um, talk about it Tamil people aren't doing enough especially in the entertainment industry as well there's like a lot of people who are just like they've got the the voice to speak and they've got the like the audience to speak about it, but they're not doing enough and even we yeah you know yeah. i'm gonna be honest with you like yeah. sorry to cut you off the, uh, i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like stuff like this it's just so controversial yeah. that people don't even want to get their hands the thing is, dirty. people don't want to That's get their hands dirty. people don't also want to educate themselves yeah they choose not to educate like, themselves people, That's true. people very if people true. educate themselves they would want to get their hands dirty do you know what i'm saying because every time exactly spoke, they could always have like a counter argument against it mm. but um yeah yeah i just the Tamil industry does it, it pisses me off because like they thrive off Tamil people, but they will never like stand up for their problems. Yeah, yeah. And like even me, yeah, even myself, I don't even make Tamil content, and I'm standing up for my people. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's so, crazy. There's influencers because, out there with such big followers, such big audiences, big platform, big, and yeah. they, for example, they can like wear a, like a pink shirt, and the next day everyone's wearing that pink shirt. Do you know what I mean? And it's like them making yeah, one literally. fact, one point, one opinion could genuinely change like mm-hmm. the. The opinion and the way that other people think and educate other people but it's so sad that they don't do it because they're just afraid of like backlash or, yeah, like... yeah yeah it's crazy man that's like in 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 the same as i know that we're gonna come to that in a second but the punjabi farmer yes. like, i don't know yeah. if you guys have ever heard yeah. this in oh, Jersey yeah, yeah. yeah and he literally has dropped everything he's gone to india and he's standing up for his people and i'm just like you know that just takes so much like just to drop everything and be like yeah you know what like I've got everything I need to, but I want to give yes. back to my people now. I just think that's so inspiring. Like, especially because you have such a big platform. And if everyone did that, if everyone, every person with a yeah. big platform did that, the world would probably increase yeah. in value, honestly speaking. We just need the world to be scared of making stupid genocidal problems or just like stupid, just like 
that political dominancy. We need to, we need the world to be scared of that. Also, and it can only happen if people, if the people of the country and the people of the world stand up for it as well. Do you think it's about fear? Or do you I think, think it's about more it's about fear. I don't fear it because how do I say? I'm trying to put this in the best way possible. The least I can do is literally post and talk about it on social media when there's literally been like soldiers who have beheaded, who've killed, and they've, they've put their life on the line for for me to be able to come over to for my parents to come over overseas and like live a better life. The least I could do is literally just post and talk about yeah. it and raise awareness for it. And that's what I find crazy because, like, yeah. if they didn't make that sacrifice, then these artists and these, like, entertainers, these influencers' parents weren't able to, like, move over and take refuge in different, different countries. Mm. And their parents would have been able to come to the UK and then their parents would have been able to work and give them the iPhone that they're making content on right now. Do you know what I'm saying? So it all literally comes down yeah. to the people that fought for us back in... Tamililam, they, they, it's, it literally all comes back yeah. down to them, and like the least you can fucking do is literally just sorry for my language, but just literally just post about it, talk about it, like educate your non-white, non-Tamil friends about the situation. I think it's also ignorance as well. I think people that it's don't think it, it affects yeah. them, it actually does affect you though. Like it without you knowing you it indirectly, you're, here, that you're here because of them. Yeah, literally, you're here because of them. It's like the idea that ignorance yeah. is bliss in it. Like as long as they don't know you. Exactly, they don't yeah. have to worry it's about scary how many people think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. obviously... And the reality obviously is, I like... Do, obviously, I do sorry. say a lot of Tamil influencers aren't doing a lot, but I know a lot of non-Tamil influencers are doing yeah. so mm. much. And that's, what, and that's what's pissing yeah. me off, because, like, there's only so much a normal human person, like, a normal human being can do. Like, look at Rihanna. She tweeted about the pharma process. Literally shook the world. Look how much, like... <laughs> it literally literally shook the world so like yeah. i'm not saying like a normal Tamil person can't do much Love her. but like if the people with a platform and like um if people who claim themselves to be influencers if they can kind of drop music drop films why can't they drop some information about the like contemporary world and like, the issues that are going on and like everyone has a part to play that's the thing. everybody has a part to play 100%. whether you have like a large following or like a not large following or you have a couple couple friends here everyone has a part to play it's your responsibility to educate yourself and do that because that's the only way that we're going to be able to spread the word spread the awareness make people like know what is happening and not only that yeah, yeah fair enough influencers do have a platform and stuff at the end of the day we are exactly. their product we are what they make money from so if we all decided you know what i'm not gonna like any of this influencer's content i'm not gonna support this influencer until they decide to speak about that so-and-so issue i decide to do that i tell 10 of my friends hey let's do that they'll tell 10 of their friends that will make a dent that will make a dent and it will put pressure on yeah, these yeah. big people to be like you know what like actually i need to speak about it if i actually want to progress 100%. i need to speak about it so it's about working in yeah, the masses yeah, yeah. as well like just exercising our power and our right because even though we're the little people yeah. supposedly exactly. we can yeah, do so yeah, yeah. much that's why like together. whenever i post something i post it as if i've got one million followers i don't care if i've got 1.8 like, thousand followers i post it as if i've got a million followers like, yeah i don't care like it might not reach someone yeah. but it'll reach someone you know it's like that thing in it it doesn't matter how many people it touches yeah. it matters it matters about how exactly. much it touches yeah, yeah, someone yeah. and like um the reason why it's causing so much um outrage right now is because is being the the lights being shed through the yeah. media on this issue. Hence, why I'm getting pissed off yeah. about like Tamil influencers and Tamil right. artists that they're not doing a lot because if we're at our advantage, why aren't we pushing for it like ten mm. times more or hundred times? Now's your chance, really. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like they'd make a Twitter account yeah. to flip and promote their music video, but why can't they just make a Twitter account to like tweet the hashtag genocide yeah. Sri Lanka? Do you know what I'm saying? That's true. 
So I literally just, yeah. that's what's kind of annoyed me, like, in the recent times, like, people can do more, do you know what I'm saying? And um, to people, yeah. round that yeah. off, Jaius, how can we help? Yeah. Like, what is there that us people, what, basically what we've just said, like, how can we help? What can we do? How can we raise awareness? Like, I think there is loads and loads of pages that you can follow in, like, just educating yourself about the issue, just because there is a yeah. lot of people that go against the issue and there is, like, a one-sided agenda that's been like portrayed in the media for yeah. like a good like 20 years so to know just just to educate yourself and to know what's happening and what's going on it's it's important because one day you can um stand up against the supremacist and tell them no this is what's happened i know the facts you can't fool. yeah do you know what i mean yeah. yeah um and also a quick thing i wanted I to say agree. i've been saying a lot about singular people i don't have anything against singular people i know loads of I have loads of singular friends. Uh, they are also against the genocide that happened as well. Um, this isn't like a one-sided gender yeah. that I hate singular people. I love singular people. They, I was even named by a singular, people as well, a singular person as well. So my name came from a singular oh, wow. person. Um, there is just, there is like a few minority of people, or I could also say majority of people, who are supremacist when it comes to it. They don't like Tamils. They don't want Tamils prospering. So... If you're listening to this, if you're listening Absolutely. to this podcast and you're singular, you, I don't have anything against you. I only have the, uh, I only have something against the people who are supremacists. And it's yeah, just you can't, you can't dilute sure. history. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to sit here and you know, you yeah, have to 100%. say what you have to stick the facts. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean, oh, it is what that it is. was crazy. Honestly, I feel it's crazy how I wasn't aware of this and how much depth it was holding and how much yeah, it was yeah. there. Much it's mad. Um, if you guys uh, want like a six page um a brief history of it which i've written and i've made like a pro- post format of it as well which you can yeah, post on dt way um yeah so I'll, I'll send that over to you guys once the call ends and stuff um it'll be good for it literally just sums up what i said today as well in like six months and to all the listeners we will be putting uh, both justice and pronitz's social media in the description so feel free to kind of go on their instagrams social medias message them any questions i'm sure they'll have like They'll be open to answering any of your questions you have. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, feel free to DM me or Praneet about any questions you have. Um, and we can help you learn more about it. Exactly. There's only so much we can do. And if education is the bare minimum and what we can start exactly, off with, yeah, then yeah. why don't we all do that? Sure. I mean, why don't we all just Quickly, um, something Praneet said earlier that. about uh, something, your post, one of your posts got shadowed. Oh yeah, shadow banned. Shadow banned, exactly. But we also got to think about that comes down to ignorance of people wanting to educate themselves or not. Are they actually more inclined to look at your selfie compared to actually educating themselves about the contemporary issues? That is also true. Yeah, it's true. That. You know what I mean, like, obviously, obviously, it does play a big part. Like that shadow band does play a big part. But like, are they more intrigued by your selfie than? The it's what you're choosing to see. Yeah. It's what you're choosing to see as well. What you're choosing to kind of yeah, like, yeah. take in from social media. Mm. Because you know, social media yeah. actually monitors exactly, how yeah, long yeah. you look at pictures and stuff. So if I was to like look at a picture for more than like ten seconds, they'd be exactly. like, "Okay, we're going to show how the social dilemma." What you'd like to see? That scared me so much. Oh my god, don't! film. Honestly, Okay, so we're going to move on swiftly. So Pranit, this is where you come in and help shed light on the Punjabi farmers issue. Um, so we're going to just start off light and just we're going to kind of explain to people who don't know what's okay, going so on like, what is going on. Just to summarise, basically farmers right now are peacefully protesting the mass privatisation of the agricultural sector in India. So the Indian government have actually introduced three new bills 
which were passed undemocratic, uh, undemocratically, uh, meaning like literally pretty much the whole of India just, just don't agree with it. Um, and it just exploits farmers on a national scale. And it's really important to note that farming is one of the biggest employments in India. And I'd say it's pretty much the backbone of the Indian, Indian economy. Um, so this bill that's been implemented affects around 250 million people's lives and livelihoods. Um, so it basically, the bills will deregulate crop prices, um, meaning that these farmers' lands are now being sold over to big corporations. Um, so that so the big corporations can now take advantage of their land, of their incomes, put them in huge debts. Um, and it just basically affects the farmers because there's no protection from the government for them at all. Um, so the way I like to like educate my friends, I like to say, like, mm-hmm. it's like you working in Tesco and then Tesco, the government assigned Tesco over to themselves and they can literally pay you, what, £2 an hour and you'll have no protection at all. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's literally minimum wage, no protection. That's no so one can help easy. you because it's now privatised. Um, and all the farmers now are doing is PC. And it's not just farmers. I think it's students, women, children, everyone in India right now are protesting. And it's also not just a farmer problem. It's not just a Punjabi problem, not just a Sikh problem. It's a human problem. Um, because there's so much severe force and violence Absolutely. being met with the protesters, they're being labelled as terrorists, they're being tortured, um, there's been media blackouts, there's been ki- journalists kidnapped, um, just basic human rights being taken away, there's been no electricity, no water, no internet, and the way I think about it is like, that is literally our grandparents, our parents, our sisters, our brothers out there, getting all that stripped away from them, and being treated with literally no dignity, no respect. It honestly breaks my heart. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, you know, even when I see pictures and stuff and I'm just like, oh, oh like, you see the yeah. people and they're just, you know, they're sleeping they're, in the streets in a pandemic. Old, Do you know what like, I mean? And just like, it's sad because, like, um, they've like, worked for years. Like, farmers have worked for years, you know, doing what they're doing, like, trying to make make a living from what they've got, providing, being the backbone to their country and probably, like, a lot of other countries and seeing them going through this and treated like this is so it's so poor, like, it's so disgusting to see. It really is. And the fact that, like, yeah. no farmers means no food. Like, it's simple as that. That's what I was literally about to say, a quote that I saw on Instagram yesterday. <laughs> I think you might have, you might have posted yeah, it. I probably did. Um, um, it was, like, when uh, when the pandemic happened, <laughs> no one thought to, like, buy land, to grow crops, or to milk cows. We all went to supermarkets to go and buy our stuff. It's true. So that's why, that's why, like, the farmers yeah. are the backbone of the country, because... They they're able to provide that and give that to over to supermarkets to like just small small stores. Like if if the farmers get prioritised, then what's what's going to happen? Do you know what I'm saying? And it's not just India that will be affected. Look, it's us. Like if we're buying rice, yeah, ginger, it's... wheat, turmeric, everything, we are going to get affected too. And I feel like people in England, people in other countries, and just in general, just don't understand the extent to what this is going to have impact on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think, yeah, I think again, the Indian government, although they're they think this is probably the best idea like for their economy it's not because honestly without far- without farmers there is literally no food and i feel like everyone everyone can see this simple concept that the farmers are the backbone apart from the government and they're just ignoring the simple matter of the fact that there'll be no food pretty do you feel it like pretty intense. obviously there's a lot more there's a lot being done in india by by like Punjabi people but do you feel like there could be more done in terms of if more people stood up then the government would be outnumbered type thing do oh, you 100%. Feel like be... I just yeah, feel yeah. like you know like all the Bollywood actors you see that, that wear bugs that like that I know <laughs> oh that made me sick that actually made me 
I'm not even gonna lie. Like I saw that. They literally like, steal our culture. Where the things potentially up, farmers like, on the films. I don't know. They just take. They just take the mick out of just farmers in general. I've noticed they think they're like jokes and stuff. Yeah. And seek they do in they general. Think, I'm not gonna lie. Even they think we're like comedians. They have I'm quite sorry, an agenda. But not everyone them. is a comedian. Like there is actual serious issues that need to be targeted here. And I just feel like no one in India is really speaking up. And the people that are are getting kidnapped, tortured, abused. And they feel like yeah. even, even in England, I feel like there's not enough people doing much to help either. Like, I, I can literally name you, like, the people on my hand who were, like, with big platforms that are sticking up for this sort of basic human rights. And it just outweighs all the other influencers that have a big platform that could be doing things. Like, Jazzy B, for instance, like we said, like, he's gone out there. He's gone to help. Deirdre Dossan's gone to help out. Like, Ravi's thing from Colts Aid helping out. But, like, people that, that, like, know our generation, like, makeup influencers, fashion influencers, like, footballers, they could just do a bit and educate themselves just to... Because I feel like when you educate yourself, yeah. you will then form an opinion yeah. to share. Exactly. You, like like Jackie said, like, if you actually educate yourself and know about exactly. the topic, you'll be able to develop an opinion, be able to, like, actually say, no, that's not right to be taking away water and food away from people that are just peacefully protesting. Exactly. Even the prophecy... He also put stuff up. It was very, very. So it's just like people can use their 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 platform. And you have a platform for a reason. Say, you have a platform things, for a reason. They just you have a voice for a reason. And you know, we've got all these opportunities. We've got all these things around us for a reason for us to use. Quick, in life. quick question, guys. In the Bollywood industry, is there any types of film that kind of explains this issue? No, literally no. It's just music. I can I recommend the podcast? Yeah, everyone yeah, listening, and be. you guys are filmed right now because uh-huh. it's a Tamil film. It's called I just spell it. Spell it out. Uh, yeah. So K A. Yeah. Yeah. T H. T H I. And you can watch it on Netflix and on um, okay, Amazon okay. Prime as well. Mm-hmm. And it literally is literally like the farmer process. What's happening right now on a smaller scale? It's about an in, it's about an independent oh, farm. Okay. And yeah, it's about an independent farm. And I don't want to give okay. too much away from the story, but you guys, the the way that they raise awareness is really like is really really powerful and like. What the ending of the film says is like one day you're 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 without water for one day. So what they kind of do is um they block the waters for, yeah. to go to you, Mumbai. You block the water. Um, you if you don't have water for one day, you you're crying this much. Imagine if you do if you didn't have the food oh. that was given to you. Mm. And then they they kind of raise awareness through this like exactly. for this farm and like it's about a, co- a government corporation trying to take over the the farmer's land. This sounds really good. I think everyone listening to yeah, this, yeah, no. you need to watch it no, tonight. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, watch it because it's not like. It's, <laughs> It's not, yeah. it's not even we like, will be quizzing uh, like, you um, a film where it's just purely about that there's like loads and loads of like different different aspects of the film as well which you which you guys will like okay. really, really love but yeah it's definitely definitely worth a watch and like okay. it, it, Definitely it kind of explains out. the farm situation on a small scale that's so good thanks for sharing in a bigger that. perspective yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. give it a watch yeah the I'll, I'll, I'll also awesome. write the um full name in the description as well definitely was I going to say another thing that like I always think about is you know charity work right obviously everyone thinks our charity work is like almost taking out your time volunteering it's so much like oh my god I'm you know just going to lose so much by doing something for the people of the world you know but the reality is right governments now are trying to push charity work a bit like for example you can get tax rebates from charity work stuff like that and it's like bro if you were clever if you are actually clever and you sat down and thought about it, you could probably actually save money and like just make your business a bit more profitable, if that makes sense, just by speaking up or just by like actually doing some charity work and doing good for the, like, it's, 
I know it's like almost a selfish way of thinking about it, but the, the world is selfish yeah. these days. Yeah. People want to know what they're going to get out of it. Do you know what I mean? And that is like, if you actually sit down and think about it, it's actually going to benefit you more than it's going to hinder you. So I don't understand what is stopping you. No, the tell me what's stopping you, because I want to know. Is it profitable what's and scared? I don't, I don't think it's scared. I, I think it's that, I think it's just they're ignorant. I think that you know, is I the main issue. They're yeah, ignorant. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to educate themselves. They don't want to get their hands dirty. They don't, they don't want to get involved. They don't want to form an opinion just because they don't think it'll be what everyone else wants to hear around them. Mm-hmm, Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like if I didn't, like for instance, when I've been posting exactly. about like the farmers' protest on my uh, Pranitz account, my cake account, I've been losing so much followers. But I just think to myself, that's not the people I want. Hundred percent. I'd rather have yeah, like, exactly. I mean, like that's how I. I'd think rather have it. ten followers who truly, you know, look at my content, learn from care. it, care about yeah. it, rather than a thousand people who are just going to skip it because then I know. And exactly. Because then I know that okay, these people are genuinely intrigued. And they want to know about what's going to happen, and they are likely to tell another person, even if it's one person each, rather than a thousand people that have got no care in the world with what's yeah. going on and no care about learning and wanting to share this information with other people. It is crazy. You know, like even I was reading, so, so I have this friend who's a therapist, and um, she actually sent me something about people pleasing the other day. And she was saying how it's basically a self protective pattern. And if yeah. we keep them people happy, then they won't turn on us. And I think that's why people do that. So if it becomes, it, but that 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 whole idea of people pleasing comes at a very high price because in our fixation with, within yeah. other people's happiness, yeah, we are yeah. undermining our own happiness. If that makes sense. So for example, in that in that in that example, I mean, for example, so I'm Indian. For example, I'm not, but let's say for this example, I am Indian, right? So I don't speak about the issues that are going on there in at the price that I want to keep my fans happy. Right. The reality is that is actually causing it's a cost because then you're actually undermining mm. the happiness of the people who are back home. If that makes sense. Sure. Like you're you're it's almost like you're putting them on a pedestal, like you're choosing who's more worthy to keep happy. So in our desire to uh, placate others, yeah, yeah, we yeah, deny literally. ourselves almost yeah, like you're denying your own identity. Like yeah. I thought the Bollywood actors mean? right now is choosing not to. I thought that they're yeah, so all randomly. getting paid by the Indian government. Just not, not saying anything. You know what? I you know was what I mean? thinking that low key. I was really thinking that low key. I feel like they probably are like bribing them somehow. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just frustrating me thinking about it because we all look up to them. We all love like all the main Bollywood films. You just think the people that could say something that could shake the world, like Rihanna did, are not. Yeah, literally. And the people that, that actually really can't, that are trying, just did aren't. You see the backlash that yeah. Got of that? yeah, which is just disgusting because why are you attacking yeah. her when she just helps everyone out? Yeah. Um. And I think, and they like they they deleted all her tweets and they in India and stuff. And you just think, really, you're going to this sort of lengths that you just that you can see the whole world is what this is the thing the whole world is watching, mm-hmm. and they they're just choosing to ignore the fact that like we can all see it and they, exactly. they I know they can see it they just don't want to see it because they think but, that yeah. this will get their money this will help their economy exactly. will, yeah. and matter of the fact is no farming is what helps your economy they're the backbone exactly. of India they're back when of Punjab like leave it <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean exactly it's almost like I don't want to obviously compare because obviously they're completely two different situations but it's almost a bit like the NHS exactly, in yeah. a sense that it's another thing that kind of yeah. is the backbone of our country and it's just being exploited in the same sort of way so I think exploitation of the working class is something that is apparent in so many governments, which is so frustrating because it's like if that one thing was taken away. And the thing is, if this issue was in England, I know for a matter of fact there'll be so much more publicity in this, so much more awareness spreading it, 
but because it's not a, like a UK problem, no one in the UK oh cares. Yeah, like, yeah. The, did you also that and um, that thing in the Parliament where Tandetti went to speak up for the farmers in Punjab, and Boris was like, "It's India versus yeah. Pakistan." Like, what are you? On? I saw like, that. You yeah. actually yeah. And it's a shame that like the people who like, for example, our government, they're, they're probably not even exactly. educated in what's going on, which is a sad. They're the ones that are in power that can do like that can do things to change. But like back to the whole Rihanna tweet thing. So there's a Bollywood actor called Amitabh Bachchan, and he's probably one of the biggest Bollywood actors there is in the whole of Bollywood. But whatever, he did a, a tweet on uh, Twitter to speak up for like what's going on with like the farmers and stuff, like a, almost like an indirect tweet. But why did he tweet after Rihanna? If you watch what they say, they're very careful what they're yeah. saying. They're not saying they're against it. They're just saying. This is bad. Like well, it's, it's more, more like than bad. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like just a life bad. quote and like people speaking up for like silent people and stuff. But it's not. They're not being direct and raw about the situation and direct, what's happening. Yeah. And that's what we need. We need to. We need people to come out of this like cloud of fear. Because what, what are you fearing now? Like, mm-hmm. like really, what are you fearing? Because there are people dying out here. Just that, this is my. This is my point for every single like problem in the world. What are you fearing? What are you gonna do? Like mm. we are, what are you? What do you fearing, have to fear? Exactly. What do you have to fear? Didn't Everything you? you do will have some sort of repercussion, whether you like it or not. Right? People are out there; their lives, people are losing their lives every day because they're trying to fight You've for something. Because... You genuinely have what one or two followers to lose. Um, but while we're here, I just want to say um, that while we're here, like it's not yeah, just a Sikh movement, it's not just a Punjabi movement, it's not yeah. a farmers movement, it's a people's movement. It's basically standing up for oh, basic 100%. human rights. And I think as much as it's important to educate our peers and like our friends that aren't from this sort of background I think it's also important to educate our community yeah. as a whole just to note that it's, it's that this issue is far more than caste it's far more than religion wealth privilege it's just yeah. about human rights and it's about the way I say it, it's farmers against unjust bills it's not against like caste versus government do you know what I mean it's just farmers against unjust bills and um children women's students all getting involved it's a mass movement taking place like it's actually one of the largest human protests in the world and just such little awareness being spread. And um, I think that's the main like, point to put on it. Wasn't it like 8 yeah. million people? Yeah. yeah. It's 250 million people affected by oh, this. I think like, more than 8 million just, people. It, so... It's such a big scale and I feel like people yeah, are yeah. sort of diluting and dimming it down saying like, no, it's just farmers. It's not. It's everyone. Like Everyone, yeah. Everyone is getting affected by this. Most of the farmers are actually exactly. elderly. So, like, for instance, today, well, yesterday, I think, an 80-year-old farmer got arrested by the police, probably being tortured right now as we speak, just for peacefully protesting. And it's just things like that, like, there's things that you could just easily stop and by spreading awareness, just saying they're not terrorists, they're just protesting for basic human rights. They're just trying to get their land that's rightfully theirs back. And it's crazy you know I mean? because, like, if you, deep, if you deep the whole, like, the farmers and, like, their job and, like, what they do, the reason why people have food on their plate is because of farmers, like... They're like right at the bottom, oh, the bottom. They're first on the food chain. They're the ones that you know get the raw materials for us to actually make food. And they like, put in the work, like they put. In- and also the thing about um farmers in India, the land that they have, that they've owned, and they've got is it is passed on to their generation. So it's it's more it's more than just land to them. Like it's it's their family yeah, hard their, work yeah. earnings. Like you wouldn't just give it away to to a bit um like a big business. It's your family's. Like, it's for your grandchildren. It's for their grandchildren. Like the land is is theirs. Yeah. And um, I just think it's that, heritage. It's like someone taking your house away right now. Yeah. Like, that is your house. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know it sounds like land that like people think, oh, it's just like grass and it's not, shit. It's, it's not. It's more than that. 110%, man. It's what feeds them. It's what gives them clothes. What gives them a roof over their head. And it's what gives everyone else a roof over their head. Like in India, if they didn't have any crops to grow, there would be no like markets open. There'll be no. Um, um. 
you know what I mean? It's got a knock on effect. Like, exactly. It affects a lot of things. It's diluting our tradition. Sorry to interrupt again. Interrupt me. Interrupt me, please. Interrupt. That is. Cuddy, that Tamil film, because literally everything you're describing here. I, pr- I promise you, everything that we've talked about in this call is all in that film. It, it literally we're all going to watch it tonight. We're going to have a little quiz. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little Zoom quiz. No, please, honestly, watch it, man. Shall we have a group? Netflix. Like, everything you... Like, the <laughs> techniques that the government uses, the police uses to kind of dumb down these issues. Um, and even at one point... Um, even at one point, they go towards... They go to the media and they ask, oh, can you, can you shed some light on this? And they say, now, when it comes to... When it comes to farmers and villages, we want a stories like uh, this person cutting that person because that person ran away with that person. These type of farm issues yeah. are not our issues. And, and I'm thinking, why is it not your issue? Because for you to be able to wake up and even yeah. do your job, you had to eat. And that, that food came from the farmers. So The farmers' issues are our issues. That's how I say it. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's farm issue. issues are our issues. And like, yeah, hopefully everyone can watch that film and just kind of gain an understanding of why farming 100%. is important. And like, it's such an amazing film. I, I definitely recommend anyone that wants a bit more of a knowledge of the impact farmers have on your life. Exactly. And another, another like business point of view that I'm just thinking about is there's three sec- sectors um, roughly, right? So the primary, secondary and tertiary sector, right? The secondary and tertiary sector yeah. is literally impossible without the primary sector and the farming is primary sector. So tell me how you're planning to make your profit and your business and your this and your margins and blah, blah, blah. How are you managing to do that tertiary sector work if you don't even have the foundation? How are they expect? How are the government expecting to eat the same food they've been eating and have all these luxury food items if they wanna, you know, if there's no farmers? How are they expecting to live? Yeah, literally, this this whole selling off the lamb literally benefits nobody because I w- it, it wouldn't exactly. even benefit the government because the government exactly. still won't exactly. be able to eat without it do you know what I mean like it's it's benefiting yeah, nobody actually, at all yeah. like even before the whole farmers process the money that they've earned they don't see because it exactly. goes back onto paying off their debts that they're already in exactly which is pathetic like, like the people that don't have a voice in India yeah. do have a voice because I'm pretty sure exactly. a lot of farmers exactly. don't have social media and stuff that's why I'm so glad we have it so we can help them we can send a message to the high authorities, the government, just to say, like, do, so treat true. them with respect. Because if they're saying it and they're not getting heard, what can we do? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if we need to help and just push that message across with social media, mm-hmm. educating ourselves, going on. There's loads of resources, like there's a website called askindiawhy.com, there's kasanikta.com, where you can all just read about it and just see what you can do. Because I feel like people think, well, what can I do for England? There's so much you can do for England. You can sign petitions, yeah. you can donate to Colster Aid, because like, Colster Aid are out there right now helping the farmers. Because I think people fail to understand, it's literally a lot of the protesters, all elderly, sleeping on the streets miles away from home, um, no food, no water. So they're all there helping. We could donate to them, we can raise more awareness we can put pressure on our local mps on our government just there's, there's so much we can do that i think people don't think we can but we can it's they don't want to because yeah. they don't want to do it do you know what i mean but you know that's just so crazy exactly it is it is it's very um unpro- unproductive but what i was going to say was how crazy is that like that point you just made that obviously they're over there and they don't even yeah. know that you know us four people yeah. 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 that's why i think i think that's why I keep posting. I know it's pretty annoying people. I don't care because I'm literally defending people that can't defend themselves. Exactly, yeah, 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 for sure. And that's you how I never... ev- everyone should see it that way. Like, BLM, we were defending people who can't defend themselves. Yeah. That is the power you of should... social media right now. If Rihanna can do it, you can do it. Yeah, you should never be, you should never <laughs> Sorry. be embarrassed about... Uh, you should never be embarrassed about... Oh, 100%. Identity, yeah. you know I'm saying? 100%, 100%. 100%. 
So Honestly, and I feel like now it's time for us to set an example for the younger generation, for them to look up to us and say, okay, for sure, for sure. you know, they're doing this, they're doing that, they post about this, they educate themselves about that, they're educating other people about that. Why don't I get into it? Why don't I learn about it? Why don't I educate my peers about it? Yeah, mm. it's cool. It's cool to it's cool to know this stuff. It's cool to be educated. It's you know, it's such Even a big blessing to be educated. To it's like education a blessing. Do you know what I mean? And actually make use of it. And I think I'm yeah. not saying that this has. I'm not saying that this has an impact. But like, I went to 100%. Sri Lanka in 2009, no 2006, sorry, and because I was because I first had mm-hmm. experience like uh, curfews and army men just being on the streets and stuff, it kind of triggered me to yeah. learn more about it. Mm. It, tr- it triggered me to kind of be like, okay, what's happening? What is like, and then I learned yeah. from my dad, my granddad. And like, I feel like that's the ignorance that comes from people. And I'm not saying that it would have, it, it would have changed anything right now, but just because people don't firsthand experience it, they feel like they're not obliged to Because it is affecting them personally. They feel like, I don't need to know about it. However, exactly. in the long run, it is affecting yeah, your people. It your identity. So when it comes to the farmers, I just want to kind of get to the root um, of the problem. What do you mean? Like, how where did, did it start? start? You know, just when the bills implemented, I think the fact that they were passed yeah. undemocratically, like, undemocratically is is main issue because yeah. no one agrees with it. So obviously, everyone's going to have cause like a it's going to cause a big stir, and everyone's going to say, "I didn't agree to that." Yeah. It's not going to benefit me in any way. And because none of the farmers agreed with it, they all since that day they were passed they've been fighting ever since that's about two months ago of course there's going to be repercussions because Um, if no one's going to agree with it if no one's happy with it they're going to say something they're going to make some noise they're going to stand up yeah and there's a point about it like people are comparing it to like 1984 which our parents generation witnessed and the only difference now is that we all have social media now and it just and it just stops history repeating themselves and it it also just make means that our generation mm-hmm. our younger generation that are gonna come soon will not have to witness what we're witnessing in twenty twenty one. We're not witnessing our, our brothers and sisters getting killed and attacked in India right now because we're sticking up for it now in this day and age. But we can. Exactly. And it's like one of those things that you wanna tell your kids about, you know, there was yeah, this I issue just that think the whole the whole route is just Indian government. You know what I mean? Just wanna make money. That's that's the main issue, and they don't care about any lives that affect any livelihoods, any incomes, any earnings, yeah. nothing. Money it's just power. about money them and, power. and their money. Money is power, yeah. Money talks. What's crazy? What exactly? It does. I don't know why. What's crazy is, is economically, India does quite well. So it's just like, as I keep saying, no farmers literally means no food. Like it's simple as that. That is the main message of the protest. Exactly. That is very very yeah. true. Keep keep. I think that is kind of the bulk keep of it. Spreading that keep sense. educating yourself, educating your friends. Like, go on the websites. I, I can list them as well. Um, you can put them in your description. Follow pages like Seek Expo. Follow pages like Colster Aid. Just get to know what is going on around you. And also reading up about how it doesn't just affect people in India and farmers in India, how it affects us mm-hmm. in England, people in America, people in Australia. It's going to affect the whole world. Like, it's not just an Indian problem. It's not just a farmer problem. Not a Punjabi problem. Not a Sikh problem. It's a basic human right problem yeah what is going on right now that is thanks guys i feel so enlightened like i feel like i've learned so much like i can't like call my sister and be like you never guess what like you know what i mean like Rio, you need to listen to me right now i've got so much to tell you but no this has been great honestly i'm so happy like i'm so happy we've got the opportunity to do this with you guys and like learn from you guys and hopefully other people learn from you guys because this is it's such a beautiful thing to have this. Thank you for inviting us though. I feel like um for people who generally want to educate themselves, all we have to do is just copy and paste right. this link and just be like, listen to this and you'll understand. 
yeah it's, it's a nice way to share information you can you can do it when you do it you can be driving listen to it yeah. you can be baking and listen to it you can just do anything listen Shut to it. it's not going to take much time out your day i mean i think podcasts I right now anyways are quite a good <laughs> no we i love podcasts. yeah honestly like, i really yeah. do Educate no, yourself. Honestly, like, i just love it i feel like it's such a good way but thank you kinda, um, way for having me and having yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. i'm really happy that so, we've got to actually share they're like just educate people around us about it and yeah. have the platform to actually share share our story. Um, yeah honestly big thanks for you guys honestly no, thank you for having us no thank, thank you, you. Yeah, thank you so much. our podcast Woo! is now available Woo! on Spotify. <laughs> so fun so so fun so that is just the beginning we are trying to get all the other podcast platforms as per your guys request because you guys suggested to us that obviously instagram isn't the best kind of um platform for the podcast because you kind of want to listen to it like, while you're doing yes. your activities that Pranit said. Always. Exactly. So, of course, we list you guys asked and we will deliver. Always. So, that is why, obviously, just definitely check it out. Share it with everyone. Yeah, go to Quality Town, set up a big do. screen. Do you know what I mean? Because it's... everywhere. And our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Memorial Garden. Put it on there. <laughs> I will tattoo. <laughs> no, genuinely, I will tattoo the QR code to this podcast on my forehead. You know what I mean? But 100%. Okay, so that was obviously me and Lyaba. We've got Shelly here, Jatis, and Pranit. We obviously all thank you guys so much for listening today. And, um, you know, please, as always, give us any feedback where we can improve, what we missed out on, anything you didn't agree with. Let us know. That's what like, I'm Even if you've learned one thing, like that will make my day. Do you know what I mean? You've been that. listening to the DT Wave podcast. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Until the next podcast, stay, stay ready. ready. Yes. <laughs>